Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Hello, I am not Ben, and welcome to the Foot Weekly Podcast for week 28. Ben is currently in Vancouver, where could he be? And I have been asked to take over. I'm Josh, Spreadsheet FIFA, and uh, I've been on the podcast many times, so... Um, they decided Japes wasn't up to hosting, so it was uh, it, it fell to me. But joining me is a man who didn't choose the chip life. The chip life chose him. It's uh, Japes FIFA. How are you doing? Wow, I, I was doing better until you threw me under the bus like that, saying that I wasn't <laughs> up to hosting. If my memory serves correctly, I was like, I've been on holiday for about a week or so and have no idea what's going on in the world of FIFA. So maybe you should... Do it. <laughs> my ego, my ego needed stroking, so yeah, I'm going okay. to go with you Here's, know. The best part about Ben being gone is that means that I still really get to do whatever I want on these podcasts. So uh, <laughs> prepare yourselves. I'm excited though. There's a lot of a lot of stuff that I've tried to catch up on here now, uh, and plenty of things to discuss. So eager to get this one rolling. Indeed, it has been a, a mad mad week, uh, and we have two other guests as usual. And the first is the father of Spendor Swerve, with a body that Adonis would be jealous of, but he keeps it well hidden. It's Jason, aka Kim Pembro. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm not really sure how to react to that intro. I mean, m- maybe previously. I'm not sure about now. Don't forget, we've had Christmas. We've had, I've had holidays. I don't think that's the case anymore. But no, I'm good. Thank you for having me. Um, it's good to be back. Uh, I'm not sure what appearance number this is now, but uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here. I think we're into the fours, maybe five. I think now at this four. Point. I do think four. I think four. Yeah, no, it's good to have you on. And the uh, the final member of our illustrious panel is uh, a man whose teams are, are both unexpectedly top of their divisions, from what I can tell. It is Tom, aka T Money. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Certainly, as an American, you know, pick it up, follow a couple players more casually, but to see. Dortmund and Arsenal, two of my favorites, right at the top there. It's uh, it's been a great season. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm sure Jason's a, a little less enthused about talking about you know real life <laughs> Premier League football at the moment. Being a Spurs fan, you know Conte's finally gone. I don't follow football at the moment. Actually, <laughs> I might follow football again now. Actually, <laughs> I, I might follow football again now, but I haven't for a while. Oh, brilliant! Well, we have an awful lot of content to get through, so I think we should get right into it straight away. And uh, as always, we're going to start off with pound for pound. None of us could remember who was nominated last week, so we're just going to pretend that didn't happen. I think it was probably one of the footballers, but we're going to go to the panel first for pound for pound. We'll start off with uh, 
with Kim Pembro. We'll go with you, Jason. You can uh, start off with what you think is the pound for pound for this week. It's a tricky one for me this week because you've got the foot birthday players. Now you've got the top end players. If they're pound for pound, when they're three, four, five, six, seven mil, I'm not sure how much pound for pound is in it. And then you've got a lot of players who are like cheap. There doesn't seem to be like very, very good value players for like a decent price. The only one I would say is Koke come out yesterday. Um, he's got two versions. He's got a five-star skill move, five-star weak foot. He's only 50K. I know he's only 88 rated, but he's got a, a very like well-rounded card and he's cheap. Like, I don't know. That, that would be my go-to. You know, he's got the medium, medium work rate's not ideal, but modern day, I think we're kind of, formations are, are moving away from the pure outright CDM. It seems to be more of a, a player that can do both. You don't tend to see the Vieiras and the Cantes and stuff anymore. So I'm going to say for 47k, you can't go wrong. Koke, pick the five-star skill move or the five-star weak foot. As a centre mid, I'd pick the weak foot version. But he looks like a great card. Um, I was lucky enough to pack him twice, sadly, yesterday. But yeah, I'm going to give him a go. I haven't actually tried him, but for value-wise, I'd say he looks pretty good. Nice. You can pair him up with that Uri that everybody seems to be packing at the moment. Packed him a few times too. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, for the uh, the second nomination, we'll go to you, Tom. What's your pound for pound? Yeah, I'm in a similar boat where there's not a lot of standouts for me, but one that I really do like is that Alex Awobi card. Um, For those who don't know, he is the nephew of Akocha, and so they released a birthday card giving him the exact same stats as that World Cup item. Uh, and also, if you look at the prices, about 150k for that SBC versus the Akocha tradable is at about 900k right now. And I mean, who wants to play League One, right? Like, you got to go with the Premier League player. In my opinion, more fun links, even if it's he's not doesn't have those hero bonus chem. I think he's a great deal and just a fun card. Five star skills. What more do you want? Yeah, it is. It is. One of those kind of things they've done a few times now, I think, this year. They did it with the Hullet, didn't they? Where, what's his name? Maxime Hullet. Yeah. I think he had the, the same stats as the base version um, of Icon Hullet, Rude. It's it's going to be interesting, I think, with Iwobi and Akotcha to see what the height and body types effect is on them. Um, I think, Jason, you, you tweeted about this yesterday. I did. The, the fact that... They've got exactly the same stats, work rates, traits, everything, except for the actual like physical shape on the pitch. Um, I don't know if you've tried both of them out, if you have any thoughts on that. Yet. I did do it, Wobi. I've only tried a Kotcha, and I'm probably going to get absolutely slaughtered for this. I think he is bang average. So I'm hoping <laughs> Iwobi's better. But with Iwobi's taller with a high and average body type. So in theory, he's probably not going to dribble as well as a Kotcha. And I didn't like a Akotcha, so it'd be interesting. But I have got both because I do want to try Iwobi, but I'm not, I don't know. I'll probably get absolutely slaughtered because I really don't like that Akotcha card. I think it's overpriced and overrated. Controversial. Japes, from your uh, from your 10 days of holiday, what, what's what's peaking your interest when you're looking at the prices of the, the cards that have been released recently? Or are you going to go completely off script and go for something from three months ago? I'm going to give a quick shout out to my Alexander Isak card from not too long ago. <laughs> Just going to like quickly shout out that I believe it was Richard on here absolutely dogging me for that call. And that card now looks... I think he's a 95-rated striker in-game, so just going to leave that there. There are two cards, though, that have been released recently that have kind of piqued my interest. Well, three, but one of them is not in the pound-for-pound pound world. The first one not in the pound-for-pound pound world is that Rivaldo card. And like, arguably, Rivaldo is more important than R9 during the World Cup run. And getting a five-star weak foot Rivaldo, I, will it ever happen again? Pro- probably not. Maybe. Maybe someday down the road. But I think my like old-school nostalgia is really kicking in, and I'm having a hard time finding reasons not to complete that SBC other than the fact that it's so expensive. So... I will probably end up trying him out. So we'll see how that goes. But the two cards that I think do fall into the pound for pound range. One, I actually think that Zinchenko is pretty good, like pretty okay value. Even at like, he'll probably settle maybe like 300K-ish. And for the Arsenal links, Arsenal is definitely going to get some team of the season cards. I think, you know, having a left back with those stats that are base gives you a lot of flexibility. Obviously the five-star skills too and how you can 
transform your team or set it up initially and where you end up playing him. So I think that's good. But the the true pound for pound for me, I actually think that uh, Ian Rush card is super under the radar at the moment. Um, I know it's like a weird take, but 178k for a five-star skilled icon with a lean body type feels low to me. And I think if you're, you know, you're obviously the Welsh chemistry is less than ideal, but if you're running a team that has a lot of heroes or a lot of icons to begin with, or you did that Gareth Bale SBC, I think that card looks pretty good. Uh, so I definitely someone that I will pick up, try out. Um, but looking at his price relative to his stats, I think he's going to far outperform both of them. Yeah, it might not be as left field as as you think. We had two people nominate Ian Rush for their pound for pound well, from listeners. So uh, Rob Styles said he packs man tradable first pack he opened when he got home from work on Friday night, and it was a roller coaster seeing foot birthday icon design pop up, then seeing the Welsh flag, which is always a disappointment. I'm half Welsh, I'm allowed to say that. I looked at his stats, and aside from passing, he looks solid, especially five star skill moves. And uh, he says he's had end of an era at Bale on his bench and figured this would be a good opportunity to get him in on some chem, put a dead eye on him and gave him a shot, used him as a second striker, and he's been impressive. Jake L said he'll lob in another nomination for Rush as a Liverpool fan. He was actually planning on giving him a run at sub 200k, but he came out of an 83 double, which is always nice. Tried a hunter for the pace, then engine for his pass and dribbling, but he settled on marksman and said he's got 15 goals and five assists as a striker in 14 games of champs. So mm. it it definitely seems like one of those that, as you say, for his stats, that price seems yeah. oddly low. And, and and I don't know if that's maybe the name doesn't sound meta. And I wonder if that's been the same issue. I think when people saw Rivaldo, they thought he was overpriced. I actually think it was about the right price for him when you give him the five-star weak foot. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a fantastic nomination that. Um, but you're going to take Rush so that we can do another listener nomination as the fourth one, and it's going to be Neil who said Gibral Sow's foot birthday, a favourite from FIFA 22, when I think it was a Winter Wild card, which was a brilliant card. And on the face of it, he looked a little underwhelming, but trust me, the sound magic is still there. Gadget legs, physicality, and the pace to break through lines and carry the ball forward. With a shadow, he has great defensive stats. With an architect, you can make him lengthy and take advantage of the five-star weak foot with the passing boost. At 14k, he really is the definition of a pound-for-pound powerhouse. So they are four fantastic suggestions. I would have also gone for Sal, so I don't even need to do my own suggestion. So you get the choice as listeners. We'll put up a poll over whether you think uh, it should be Koke, Alex Awobi, Ian Rush, or Gibral Sow's foot birthday. All of them are foot birthday, which uh, which I think brings us on nicely to the promo itself. And it's it was interesting. On Friday night, I feel like the reception for foot birthday was maybe a little underwhelming. We only had nine promo players in packs, and then it felt like the squad was filled out with some incredible foot birthday icons. We're really leaning heavily into these kind of promo icons now. Um, and I wondered, Tom, what your kind of first impressions was of what is usually a fan favorite promo. It kind of got a bit of a lukewarm reception. Yeah. So when I first saw the Foot Birthday team, my thought was almost that EA has, and maybe this is not giving them enough credit in the past, but I think they've almost become like too aware of the importance of the skill move and weak foot upgrades. It felt like in the past years, they would give these cards, promo cards for foot birthday and give them the proper promo upgrade and then also sprinkle in these weak foot and skill move upgrades. And that made them, you know, really, really strong cards kind of redefined what people were playing with. I think a lot of us expected that to happen this week as well. They kept with the skill move and weak foot upgrades, but it seems like they accounted for that in the upgrades they were giving these cards, whether you're looking at the regular foot birthday cards which, you know, 88 Coke, like we've seen a Spanish center mid before. We've seen a dozen cards like that, or that Sal card, which is a great card. But like you said, very, very similar to that Wonder Wild card in the past, just with the weak foot. Or even with the icons, like looking at that Cantona, which is basically his prime. And there's a lot of like plus zeros on that card. And then like they bumped up his physicality and passing a bit, if I remember correctly. And so it seems like they really like, wanted to go for like a single upgrade and they focused on that five-star skills and weak foot and 
purposely didn't upgrade the stats as much, which I think is fine to an extent. Like if that's especially with the icons, like if that's what makes them somewhat affordable because they are much cheaper than the team of the year icons. And that, in my opinion, like that can be a good thing, but I think that's what left people a little disappointed. And then the whole, like only nine players at the original release. Now we've gotten a mini release, which was six players instead of three, because there's like two versions of each player. So there's now like more cards and packs, I guess. But I think that's what led people to be a little surprised and maybe disappointed with the original release. Yeah, it, it was it was um that that point about how aware ER, EA are about the skill moves and weak foot upgrade is is an interesting one and I think the first SBC that was released was definitely definitely played into that which was Pedri because I know he's been a a player that you Japes have have enjoyed previously and I think his last two promo cards both had five star skill moves and four star weak foot his base card has four star four star so when we're getting this SBC, that is four times more expensive than his 90 rated version. It's only like a plus one and the stat upgrade isn't massive. To only have four star skill moves and five star weak foot. I don't know. How did you feel about that, Japes? Or how do you feel now that you've seen it? I actually think it's like pretty okay price wise. His 90 rated card is goes for what? 110k, 115k, something like that. I think what you're you're really like paying for here uh, in many ways is the the Barca badge. It's not a huge boost, but I also think that they're looking at this card and saying uh, not going to be for everyone, but Barca fans are probably still going to go out and do this. And I don't think that every SBC needs to be for everyone. And he fits like a premium position uh, in a premium league on a premium team. And I think regardless of his, you know, the previous cards, you're sort of just, you sort of just have to take it for what it is. And the, the weak foot upgrade is, I, my, my feeling is that they're starting to, they have a formula for how important a weak foot upgrade is based on the position that they play. And I think a weak foot upgrade to five star for a central midfielder is, there's a premium placed on that. So it's not the same as like if a, you know, a left back had a five star weak foot upgrade. And so I think that's what you're, you know, you're paying for and taking to, into account. And then, of course, like, you know, if you like the way the car di- design looks with the Barca badge, you're going to be inclined to do it. I mean, it is a beautiful car design. It is one of the best things I think about this year has been the car designs of I, I, I can't think of one I've actively not liked. They've all been pretty stellar. Um, and I actually used this Pedri um, when I was reviewing him and I thought he was superb. I genuinely a brilliant, brilliant midfielder. But I also love the previous versions, which are, which are cheaper. But I think you're right in the not every SBC is for everybody. I think it's a really good point. And on that point, uh, Jason, we'll, we'll, we'll move on to Rivaldo, who is the foot birthday icon SBC we've got. Very expensive. Uh, not the most expensive SBC we've had released in the last week. Um, I'm sure we'll get on to talking about Mbappe's player of the month at some point. Um, but... Just in general, your thoughts on foot birthday and then um, on that Rivaldo SBC. I know you completed Cruyff instead, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, I think the promo itself. So the reason why I think there was such a kind of disappointment with the initial release, right, is because, as you say, nine players in packs accompanied by, what was it, seven, eight icons. If those icons were skinned as foot birthday cards and they had, like, different players' names on it, people will tell you it's the best promo they've ever seen. Because actually, those icons are incredible. They're elite-tier cards. They'll last you to near the end of the game. But the problem being is they've got the icon skin on them, which makes them feel that much more inaccessible. So I think that was probably a perception where people see the the icons being a little bit too inaccessible. And, you know... Puskas, Cantona, best. I don't particularly think I'm going to pack any one of them, but I never really pack any of the top promo players anyway. My big issue is, is I I see Foot Birthday as like a five-star, five-star promo, you know? I see Foot Birthday as, I don't know, what was it, like Jaden Sancho, five-star, five-star, and, you know, players that are fun to use, five-star, five-star. For some reason, they've kind of chosen either weak foot or skill move and I think, I know, given Lafont five-star, five-star for me, I mean, it's funny, but 
I would have liked to have seen, you know, some of the outfield players with five star five star. That's what I see foot birthday as, not not an either or. I like to see it as a as a both. But there's some great cards in there. I like the concept about having multiple players in the mini release. But if you could have them in the mini release, why not have them from the main release, right? So like if you can get a five star weak foot for or a five star skill move Zinchenko, well, why can't I get a five star weak foot or a five star skill move Muller? You know, like just kind of both. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I, you know, you look at Zhao Felix is the only outfield uh, foot birthday card outside of the icons that's got five star, five star. Yeah. So the option is there for everyone else, right? Yeah, exactly. Like for instance, imagine, imagine that Silver got five star, five star. You know, how, how fun would he be? But I mean, EA, it's EA, obviously, they're just there, obviously, as there was mentioned, they're quite self aware right now of, you know, the importance of either or. And to give both is probably a bit too much. But I think that the player selection is really cool. The design is really nice. I like the, the concept of the mini release. And I, but I just wish, um, I don't know. There's, there's just a couple of really, really boring cards in there. But that's like every promo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that is every pro. I mean, Team like of the it. Week is still happening as well, isn't it? <laughs> um, but I also, I, I also think that there's a, an element to it of putting together this team. I think because the way that the power curve has moved this year and that it's been quite slow... I definitely think people saw Foot Birthday, I know I, I said it last week, that I thought it was going to be the start of the ramp up towards yeah, team of the season. And whilst I, I I totally agree with the point on the icons, if you reskin those icons just as normal Foot Birthday cards, it definitely is a ramp up. It, they are going to be so inaccessible. Those top four or five are going to be so kind of expensive that I don't think it's going to break into the, the regular team um, that you'll come up against in champs. So may- maybe it was just the expectation versus reality and maybe them holding back the ability to give five-star, five-star for a later promo, whether that's going to be team of the season or potentially even after team of the season. Maybe that'll be a good thing in the long run, elongate the the power curve out a little bit, but I, I am surprised we haven't seen as as many of them as before. One of the things they've released this week that they also released in footballers last week is a kind of progressive... Uh, objective where you have to complete a first objective that gives you a player that you can then use to complete a second objective to get all the way through and the final player in that objectives which is the i think it's the foot birthday party objective is um 87 alessandrini and uh, a legend of some (laughs) old games with five star skill moves and four star weak foot but i've seen a little bit of consternation about the fact i think you have to pay i think it's 22 games to get alessandrini and you have to go through the getting maldini using the loan icon maldini getting lingard using the loan team of the week rashford and i wonder if that's something we see more often if those people that can't maybe play that many games or need to use their best team because it's only in squad battles or rivals i do wonder what that's going to lead to further down the line i don't know Tom, maybe if you have any thoughts on kind of, I like this objective, but maybe it could have been executed differently. I don't know if you've got a different opinion. Yeah, I don't know. I, I personally like the objective. I actually started it this weekend. I Or I was doing it in, uh, I had some of the footballers to finish up. I'm still working on that. So I stuck a couple of the players in my, in a team jumped into semi-pro squad battles through uh, some HBO, like streaming up on the television and just kind of, messed around there. It doesn't take much focus or attention to win on semi-pro squad battles. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, and I think some of the cards are pretty cool. Maldini, interestingly, is like the one family card they've released that doesn't match the stats of his relative's card, which honestly, for the best, we don't need people running around with two of those Maldinis. But we'll see. It's a lot of games. And maybe, I think they, I think they gave us like two weeks to finish the objectives. Maybe... It wouldn't have killed them to make it three or something like that. Just because, you know, if you're going to play champs and rivals and you're going to do these in squad battles like that ends up being a lot. But I think it's a cool objective. And the rewards are pretty decent at the end. You get a, if you do all of them, you get a 86 road to the final fantasy or for birthday team one pack. And you also get a five times 85 plus pack, which is pretty solid rewards. Um, obviously, it's not going to be for everyone. It is like you need to be pretty dedicated and it's not like the most exciting games if you're playing in squad battles. But I, I, 
I'm pretty happy with the objective overall. I think it's good to have there. Yeah, I, like... I, I like it as well, and I think the fact that you can link it into the footballers' uh, objectives that you've kind of called back to, um, and even maybe like go and do that Hosselu foot birthday. You can do it in squad battles if you, you know, if you're struggling to get the wins, or if you're having to change your team up with the new chemistry system. I mean, it's it still feels new. We're, we're a good six months into it, but it still feels new. <laughs> it, it 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 can be difficult for this kind of mid-level player or people that can't play too much um but i definitely think the ability to combine them is is a good thing for sure and we also in terms of objectives have the foot birthday daily login that's linked to the spcs so if you look at the rewards of that you know make sure you go and do it every day always do it just after six rather than just before so you don't miss out that's a rule of thumb um and i think the rewards for that end up you get 585 pluses i think you need 12 completions you get loan uh, Marquinhos foot birthday one of the foot birthday swap tokens is in there two foot birthday swap tokens are in there three foot birthday swap tokens are in there there we go I got there eventually <laughs> um, and you know lots of 84 pluses so if you're struggling with fodder it's one bronze player into a squad to get it it's it's um, an absolute no-brainer to go and complete going back to the footballers uh, and their objectives and those cards. How did you kind of feel that week went, Kimpembro? It was something that was a bit new, and we've we've seen similar things before, but this felt the first time we've seen a promo so directed at one league before, which I thought was interesting. Footballers as a whole, for me, is exactly what I want to see in the game. You know, objective, gameplay-driven objectives that's accessible to everyone. It's not gate-kept behind, limited game modes. It's literally open and available to everyone. Um, the SBCs were really cheap, you know, again, makes it accessible. The players at the end were really good. The only thing is, I don't understand why it was just Prem. But maybe that's because they plan to do footballers La Liga, footballers League One a bit later down the line. But for me, it was it was brilliant. Um, don't get me started on scoring ten, ten was it twenty goals with Jack Grealish in his eighty eight card. He cannot shoot to save his life. Huh. But I loved it. I loved it. I'd love to see more sort of stuff like that. Uh, gameplay driven objectives that's accessible to everyone. You know, there's no real pay paywall behind it. In its you know, it gives everyone an opportunity to to get these good cards. The only thing I would say, rivals or squad battles is fine, but I don't think it would hurt. I know why they don't do it, but I don't think it would hurt to be any game mode. That's all. But I'd imagine people just play their friends and then just get all the objectives done in like 20 minutes. I like the idea of being able to do it in like foot champs, qualifiers and all that sort of stuff, just to use them across different game modes. But so I do get why it's limited to squad battles and rivals. Yeah, that not being able to do it in champs does feel slightly odd. And and I think it kind of leans into maybe something we've spoken about before, which is that champs almost feels like the friendly mode now. Friendlies are almost as competitive as rivals, and rivals is like the peak competitive game mode. So I think because the game has changed that way, it does make some of these objectives feel a little bit backwards. And I've seen a lot of people not play Rivals games or at least deliberately not get promoted in Rivals and drop right down the divisions, which kind of ruins the idea of a skill-based matchmaking through the division structure anyway. Um, so, yeah, it's, it is one of those things. I wish they were open would open it up a little bit for sure. I want to kind of shift gears a little bit. I've mentioned that we've got some swap tokens for Foot Birthday. I think... Was it last year or the year before was the first time we got promo-based swaps? And it was the Winter Wildcard swaps that came. And now it seems like it's every other promo that we're getting these swaps. And they often give us good packs, players that we can go and pick up. But what we've lost is icon swaps. And within icon swaps, we had to, you know, there was the objectives to go and win eight games using a first owner Liga side or Serie A or Bundesliga. Now, I know a lot of people did gold and gold, but... I wonder, Japes, if you feel like that's something that's really missing from the game this year, a, a reason to go and use other squads. Yeah, I'm, the the one thing that I enjoyed most about Icon Swaps was I would get a like a special item untradeable card. Like I, I just, I was, you know, locked back in and opening up some packs and I packed that foot birthday Chukweze. And that would have been something for Icon Swaps that I would have been like, nice. This is going to be amazing to have for 
like a first owner La Liga squad that's going to give me an advantage and playing the swaps games with that, I would have felt was like really, really fun. Now I'm like, I guess I'll just throw him in an SPC because he doesn't make my regular squad. I have nothing else to do with him. And so, you know, it's he doesn't sell for a ton. It impacts him untradeable, but like, so it doesn't matter. But it's just an 87 rated card that I would have been maybe pretty excited about once upon a time. Yeah. And we got a listener question from uh, Pobius who who's kind of echoing that same thing as saying he's been building squads from leagues and nations and just hasn't needed to use them yet. Should he start using these players to complete the big SPCs that we've had? I don't know how you're managing yes. your club, Tom, if you're if you're doing that yet. <laughs> okay, that's a, that's a solid yes from Japes there for sure. You know, I, I, I wonder, Tom, if if moving towards a you use your best team and that's it is gonna, might be an issue long term for the game. Are you saying in terms of like engagement, like if people just keep pushing their best team, like they're going to hit a ceiling at some point and it's going to be tough to progress where like it would be easier to kind of build up a lot of teams to a similar level? Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, like more of a more kind of in the past, as Jake says, when you packed a new card or if there was an SBC that maybe didn't fit your team, there was at least some part of you that was like, oh, but he could be useful for making icon swaps something a bit more fun further down the line. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to using that card then, or it fills in this spot in a team that, yeah, I might not use all the time, but four times in the year, if you get four lots of icon swaps, I know I'm going to get at least eight games out of them. Whereas now it's kind of like, with the power curve being as stagnant as it is, there's no, that Chuck Waze isn't going to throw anyone out of your squad, really. It's not going to be many people's squads that he's going to walk into. Yeah, you know, so I actually used to be someone who would keep pretty much every single card I got my hand hand on. And it was a lot of fun. I think in one year, I want to say it was either 19 or 20, I had like every single objective card, most SBC cards, and I kept them all just for like memory's purpose because it was cool. I have since moved away from that, and I would recommend to everybody that that is not the the best way forward. Put those cards into SPCs once you get them, like appreciate their value as fodder. And I can see, like, for from an enjoyment perspective, where like it's not as fun, and maybe I don't know. I could see maybe we'll have something similar come back. I don't know if it'll ever be first owner like it was, but I think so many of these cards that we collect nowadays are untradeable first owner that that's not an issue, but. We did see, and I guess I'm thinking about World Cup swaps where we built like these nation teams. Those were first owner because we had to use the World Cup cards. And I thought that was a lot of fun. So I feel like we've kind of had that somewhat this year. I don't know if it'll come back. Maybe we'll get, I could see it coming back at team of the season for like a team of the season swaps type of thing um, where you go like league by league, week by week. But I don't know. I wouldn't. I can see like from an enjoyment perspective where it'd be good to come back, but I wouldn't, if I'm like giving out advice, I would not hold on to stuff because I don't expect that it'll come back in any huge shape or form. Yeah. I think, I think that's a, it's, it's a good bit of advice that like expecting, like holding things in the expectation something might be released is can very often lead you to have way too much come the end of the year. And in terms of using what you have in your club to complete SBCs, we do have to talk about, Player of the Month, Kylian Mbappe, who has got his second Player of the Month in a row. The last one came in at a cool two million, and this one came in at a outrageous four and a half million. And uh, I, I don't know how far through are you, Jason? Are you, you know, how many Ooh. squads have you got completed? Oh, I'm not touching that. I am not touching that. <laughs> I done. I've done the 92 version, right? So that that instantly makes this 93. There's there's no there's there's absolutely no way I'm doing it. Right. So I've done the 92. If I didn't have the 92, would I do it? Probably not. Probably not. I do just think that the problem with these lot of SBCs that are coming out right now. So if if we flick to Rivaldo just quickly, right? Rivaldo only has eight squads, which doesn't sound too bad, right? But the problem is. Two of them are 89s, yeah, and then two of them are 88s. That type of fodder is so difficult to get. Like, if that was 15 squads and the, the price was spread out, it makes it a bit more accessible. 
So similar with the Mbappe SBC, the fact it's so heavy loaded, the cost is so loaded into these these top end squads where league SBCs aren't really going to get you these players. Player picks are realistically not going to get you these type of players. You, you're ending up having to spend so much liquid coins to buy these 89s, these 90s, because wait, you probably need like 50, 60, 70, 80, 89 plus rated players. No one's got that. You know, you have to spend coins on it. So for me, I think that it's, it's a nut. I'm absolutely not touching that SBC. I mean, if it was more grindable, you know, if there was actually a, a realistic way of getting to it where you didn't have to spend serious amount of coins, maybe I would have tried. But for me, I'd rather try out lots of different, like lots of different players. Put my fodder into some other players that I've not really had a chance to try. So Rivaldo's one I'm also going to try and work towards because it's a lot less, you know, a lot less painful. <laughs> but yeah, I did do Quiff today, actually. So it was a decision. A decision was made and I went with Quiff. <laughs> well, I, 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 I want to totally echo what you're saying about the top loading of uh of the SBCs. Like the the 90 rated squads from Bappe, the the problem is that there are only nine 90 rated or higher gold items in the game that, that are yeah that are not Kylian Mbappe. Yeah. So you, you've got Mbappe removed and then you've got Benzema, De Bruyne, Messi and Lewandowski at 91. Salah, Van Dijk, Ronaldo, Courtois, and Neuer at 90. And so th- there's almost not enough there to complete the 90 rated squads. And if you do, you're going to need at least eight of those nine. And then you can put in some lower rated players because you'll have a couple of 91s. And, and do that five times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that is that is absolutely... I, 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 I agree. I think... Although maybe if it was 20 squads, people would be a little bit like, whoa, that's a lot of squads. I think it's a lot easier to grind to an 88-rated squad than it would be to a 90-rated squad. And I'd sooner do, you know, two 88-rated than one 90-rated squad. It's it is for even for people that are spending three points and opening packs, it it does feel a little inaccessible without spending a ridiculous amount of coins. But I suppose that may well be the point. Yeah. In terms of people spending FIFA points on packs that are in the store, Foot Birthday has brought with it a, a new raft of packs that you can now buy that are very expensive if you're buying them with coins, but a lot cheaper if you're buying them with FIFA points. And we've kind of had a few questions, a few comments, and there's been a few packs. You know, we had the mid icon pack, I think it was, that came out last night. And I wonder what. Japes, your thoughts are on potentially being able to, you know, if you missed a promo, if they say you've been on holiday for 10 days, hmm. if you were able to buy a pack that would give you players from previous promos, is that something we should be happy about maybe coming into the game or is it something, is it maybe a bit of a slippery slope? I think I'm cool with it coming into the game. I don't know why you would do it though, unless it's like... World Cup hero and icon only pack. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, uh, the promo, most of the promos have been so far behind the curve that it's like, who cares about this? But like in general, more, more promo cards and packs in general to me is like always a good thing, whether they're current promos or past ones. It's just more fun getting those cards and it adds a different element of complexity to the market, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing either. Yeah, it's, it is, it's one of those additions that feels like it's a lot older than it actually is. It was only nine months ago that we had our first untradeable pack in the store, like a properly untradeable promo pack released into the store. And it now feels like something people check on an almost daily basis. What new pack has been released i don't know tom or jason if if you've dabbled in those if you've spent any of the those fifa points that you can buy to get any i don't i'm i'm, I'm not really sure go on if, if have either of you spent this year or are you free to play as much as you can i've i've bought a couple like the big ones like i bought that 500k pack for birthday to be honest like there's a bunch of reasons for that one is i think just I think it offers if you're just looking to have some fun, you're not looking to like maximize your coins per se, but like the players, it offers, in my opinion, like tremendous like value. Those one off packs, like there's a reason they only let you buy one. 
and then also just like I don't have as much time this year as in, in the past to play the game. So if I have to spend a couple of FIFA points, to like get my hands on some cool players and like that's the trade off. I think that's fine. I am fine with how it's been implemented so far. You mentioned the slippery slope thing. I, you know, worry that at some point the game could become have issues similar to I don't know if any of you guys ever played like FIFA Mobile, but it was this thing where there was basically it was one game, but it was so segmented between people who like paid not even that much money, but you either paid to play or you didn't. And your teams were wildly different. There were so many players that like were so unobtainable unless you spent money. And hopefully I'm just like, I hope the packs don't change to where there's like all but a 0% chance of any promo player except in those packs. Like that would be my concern is that the packs kind of split between like free to play tradable, you know, less than 1% on any promo card for all promos. And then like, but you always get like a handful of packs where it's almost like you're guaranteed a player. Um, We certainly seen that more, I think as the years go by, but it's been those untradeable packs have been an addition. And so far, I think it's been a good thing. But that is something I've thought about in the past and something I could definitely see coming. But who knows? Yeah, it is one of those things where I do wonder where where it ends up. You know, do we end up with just single player pack? Like, you know, you want this special version of Mbappe, you know, pay 25 quid and he's yours. Like, I wonder if, the they, if we end up getting to that point because <laughs> they are getting more and more specific as time goes on. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that uh, has changed kind of a, f- a few weeks ago, and we've we've now had it for, it must be coming up on seven or eight weeks now, is the change to the team of the week system. And it feels like it was had good intentions, but I don't know, Jason, if it's, if you've, looked at team of the week much recently if it's if it's made the difference i think it was intended to yeah well i actually i said this uh when i stream i i said i'll pose this question to people i said what is the most rarest type of card that you'll see in anyone's team a few people got it but it's a red foot champions team player because twofold one the team of the weeks are just so far behind the power curve now. Like this week's team of the week, there's not a player above 35k, and that's De Jong. Um, and two, if there is, I think we've had like a Messi or something like that, Salah, they're near on impossible to get as red. So red foot champions players, you just don't see in anyone's teams anymore. Um, I like the fact that they've upped it because in previous years they really were really behind the power curve. But there's still is still not enough. Like this week's team of the week, as I said, most expensive player being 35k. I mean, I know we get a lot of people get team of the week packs and that sort of stuff, but there's just not there's just no way. It's it's sad. It's literally looked at fodder. You know, there's not there's every player in the team is fodder. And I get it's it's like a, a not is a legacy concept, but it's something that's been in the game for a while. But for me. They could just do a little bit more, you know. Either they could still do. Maybe they're happy with Osimhen's an eighty-eight, De Jong's an eighty-eight. I can't pronounce that guy's name. Um, he's an he's an eighty-eight. Maybe they're happy that eighty-eights are the current power curve. But realistically, um, they just we just don't you just don't see him. So a, a lot of people just kind of treat team of the week as it's just fodder um hence the prices of it but i like that they're trying to improve it i mean i'm I'm all for them trying to you know make it more relevant it just sadly is still not relevant yeah i i would agree like again with a lot of things it felt like it had a good intention and and the executions maybe just fallen off a bit you know one of the i think it was maybe even the first week that it was implemented we got that 87 Douglas Louise in form that was like the double upgrade with this new boosted upgrade system and that 87 rated card was actually fairly solid at the time and one of the things they did was give him a four star weak foot so this week we got our second in form Douglas Louise since the <laughs> yeah and they downgraded him did they really? <laughs> He's only I got two star weak foot. That's crazy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> as well as having like only plus ones in three stats and a plus two in pace and acceleration, but there's no change to dribbling and no change to physicality, even though the face card stat is 
one different on each. So it, it's it's kind of one of those things where if we're going to go for this team of the weeks being usable and and we're changing them, let's actually do it and make sure we maintain it because yeah, Douglas Lewis just felt it, it's it's one of those kind of linking in with that Pedri maybe not getting five star five star like it's it just feels like one of those things where maybe with a bit more care a bit a little bit extra giving us a little bit more for the money we might we might be getting good cards usable cards think if that douglas louise has maybe one or two in a few extra stats and has four star weak foot his price may be up there with the ongs because he has got some really really nice stats on that card when they just hand it out without any seeming like rhyme or reason i just like doesn't make that much sense but if they were to start doing something where you know, maybe there's no weak foot upgrade or whatever for the first inform, but for the second inform, they get a weak foot or a skill move upgrade. You know, like then I think it starts to feel a little bit better because it's, you know, we're obviously not going backwards then either. I, I think that would definitely, it would definitely give a little bit extra spice to, to team of the week and, and maybe keep it relevant throughout the whole cycle as well. So yeah, maybe, maybe something we'll see implemented next year. Um, but that, brings us towards a close i think what we'll end on is a fairly short one and i'll just ask for one player from each of you that you'd like to see either icon or normal card in foot birthday team two and we'll start with you tom i would like to see a thierry Henri with five star skills and then his some of his dribbling stats fixed especially his balance i think that could be a really spicy card that's a call you know he's one of those legacy icons that his stats like fit what cards he used to be like he was in pro teams in fifa 17 as a center mid now why he was a center mid is a different issue but <laughs> he used to be one of those guys now with the way they've changed icons he's kind of fallen off i'd like to see him come back and get a really nice card nice i think there's a lot of arsenal fans that would agree with you and uh and what about you jason what, what would you like to see in team two no surprise i'm gonna pick a tottenham player Hyung <laughs> min son he i'd like to see him get five star skills alongside of his five star week foot. he did get a Road to the World Cup card, like a 91 rated, and that's still sitting around 600k. So it'd be an expensive card, but he's not had the greatest of seasons, but we still love him. So a five-star, five-star son, get him in the team. I'd love that. Yeah, because it's interesting. I can't see him getting another card between, you know, unless he, his form picks up now with a new manager, might get an inform. He's definitely not in line for a team of the season. No, so certainly. It, it would be a good opportunity to. Yeah, I'm sure we can chuck a shapeshifter in, put him in centre <laughs> mid or something. It depends what promo they come at. <laughs> uh, that's that's out of position to you, I think you'll find. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and what about you, James? What are you uh, looking forward to in, in, in team two? Don't know if it'll happen or not, but I'll throw out some icon names that I'd love to see. Bollock, Litmanen, Larson, Del Piero, maybe one of that bunch. I think all of them with like some meaty upgrades uh, and some, you know, some additional boosts could be really, really fun. Like a five star, five star Del Piero where they give him some boosts, I think could just be like really nostalgic and enjoyable for a lot of people. I'd be up for that one. That's for sure. Well. We'll we'll all have our fingers crossed for that. So uh, I think that's about time to wrap up. Thank you, uh, thank you very much for listening. And we'll uh, we'll leave you with a with a few wrap ups. Thank you very much, Japes. I know you've got a new Peter uh, Peace snacks coming out. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Air Japes or P2P Snacks, P2P Snacks.substack.com. Yeah, it was a it was a five back formation you were pushing this week, wasn't it? Mm, the last mm. one was a five back. Mm. And uh, and thank you very much to Jason, aka Kim Pembro. Where can people find you? Pretty much on all socials. I'm just uh, at Kim Pembro. And, and where are Spurs finishing this year? Uh, I don't follow football anymore, so <laughs> <laughs> they're they're finishing in the money because the whole point of that stadium is to make money. Yeah, certainly not going into the players or the club. Listen, really, realistically, to, to answer that question, uh, sick at best, but we'll see. How sick the best! Oh, and uh, and Tom to uh, to wrap us up. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, where can where can people find you? You often about in the Discord, aren't you? Yeah, I would say if you want to talk to me about FIFA related matters, best place to find me would be on the Discord. Thank you very much for listening to the Foot Weekly podcast. That has been the content pod for this week. I've been your temporary host, Josh, aka Spreadsheet FIFA. Ben will be back next week, and I'm going to hand over to him for the formalities at the end of the pod, thanking all of our Patreons. I don't know if he mentions it, but there is another podcast that we do every week. If you support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash footweeklypodcast, you get a whole extra pod every single week. Anyway, over to Ben and his bunker in Vancouver. 
At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Right, that wraps us up. So thank you very much again to these guests and to all you supporters out there, including those icon patrons. Dave B, Hugh J, Coach Vass, DJ FIFA player, Alan G, Alistair, Anthony R, Dominic P, Rob P, Jeff B, Stephen F, Tom B, Damon H, David S, Nick Jack M, Eric T, Neil P, Adam G, Dan W, Waterman, N Hagman, Harry A, Jake G, Roger D, Springford, Elec, Bracco, Nishant, Harry P, Alex M, Lee A, Brendan W, Andrew C, Joe W, Timothy J, Dylan, Adam R, Sam K, Graham W, Andy, Ads H2K, and Brian V. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance. Before I leave you, just one more thing to add, though. FIFA's a bit like life, really. It has its many ups and its many downs. If you're having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice, support, or even just a friendly chat for anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, have a good one, and I'll catch you on the next podcast. We know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.